0: hey guys thanks for tuning in to another episode of what in the wellness as always i love to hear your feedback suggestions for new topics questions that you would like answered maybe even a guest that you would like to have on or maybe you'd like to be the guest yourself either way i'd love to hear from you please feel free to reach me by email or message Uh, you guys know where to do that now let's get started for today's episode Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of What in the Wellness? A Global Perspective on Integrative Health. I'm Anseline Knopf, your host, and we are welcoming back for part B of this conversation, the fantastic and truly awesome Carleen Moore, all the way from Australia. She's an amazing coach, um, and more important than that, she's An incredible person and a really, really great mom. And she is going to catch us up on where we left off with her last time, which is a recap of her talk that she gave um, a shining moment that she hasn't even told me about yet that I'm really excited to hear about. Um, And then some things that we've been discussing prior to recording the are about just as she calls it, working with the ebbs and flows of life um, and lessons that we learn along the way. So you guys welcome back with me, Carlene Moore. And Carleen, thank you so much for being here again today and catching us up on how your talk went.
1: Thank you for having me um so yeah so um last well it was a couple weeks now uh we had discussed it was actually just before the night before I think it was my um my talk um and I actually traveled over so uh where my where my workshop was situated was actually in another little town which was 200 k's Uh, north of where I live, Um, and it was actually a little town where I grew up, um, born and bred, Um, so um, something very close to my heart um, and a situation where I felt like I could sort of give back. Um, And it was an amazing day. It was an amazing day. Um, It was everything very reflective of the little town that is. Um, So I don't know if you know much about Australia, but if you look up, like, the Kimberley in Western Australia, um, and more um, iconic to the Kimberley is the boab tree, um, and that was actually one of the centerpieces of this um, of this day. So when you walked in to this um, hall, there was all these workshops throughout the day, um, but the main centerpiece as you walked in with these um, these beautiful, amazing crafted. Uh, Bob trees, and um, the first thing that they asked us on walking in was to fill out um, because on the bob tree there's like a nut sort of thing, and they had all these like bits of paper the shape of a bob nut, and they said um, they wanted us to write down anything where um, any way in which we feel we could uplift or create an environment for women to better themselves, um, to encourage more kindness, to encourage more um, opportunities for women. Um, and yeah, it was just an amazing, it was an amazing day. So, um, very, uh, and, and uh, I don't know if you can remember this at the chat or well, you know and I, but, um, petrified of public speaking. So it was actually a really big, big major moment for me. Um, because yeah, it's something that um, makes me feel quite sick, actually, to be honest, like whenever I, I think about stuff like that. So um, yeah, yeah, it was an amazing day. Um, should I go into the shining moment?
0: Of course, yes. Well, actually, um, let's, we can, we can go right into the shining moment, um, maybe giving um, either before or after that, kind of like a brief outline of what your topic was about, because I know you even have, you did like a workbook and everything. Um, I just thought the topic was really important and a really cool one that you were able to share with your with your attendees. Um, so I, we talked a little bit about it the first uh, episode, but just kind of a, an outline over what that, that topic was about that you, t- that you covered
1: yeah cool so um yeah so so basically um i with the workshop i got asked to discuss things in relation to mindset um motivation creating healthy habits um and um and basically really dived into some limiting beliefs which was amazing um and that's probably that's where the shining movement come from um within the workshop itself but so yeah we just went through we really dived into um uh, things such as, um, uh, you know, sort of what's important to us, what we value um, and sort of stemming from there. So the way I sort of, uh, and I, I create this, this workbook to go with it, uh, which ended up being a really amazing tool, uh, but, we, you know, and the way I sort of discussed it is I really wanted to give these women a really strong foundation to be able to build upon Um, you know, and it's, it's like, it's like the whole scenario of building a house. You wouldn't build a house without a nice concrete pad underneath it. Do you know what I mean? So, um, basically, uh, you know, we went into this workshop and, and I asked a lot of hard hitting questions and, and the things were, um, you know, your your general discussion, what is it that you want to change in your life sort of thing. And then we dived in the five, um, five, five whys, which, you know, you would be, um, familiar with. Um, and just really digging deep on, on on those sort of scenarios. So, you know, the, the questions that, um, I don't know, we have to ask ourselves, I suppose, when when we start to reflect on what it is we're trying to achieve because I feel like we can get better results or better outcomes when we f- we're focusing on why we're actually doing these things and why it's truly important to us and why they are a, a valuable um You know, or an identity that you sort of linked into. Um, So um, yeah, so uh, that's what the topic was about. And um, I had a range of different people there, um, ranging from quite young to um, quite old. Um, So it was it was it was an amazing event, and it was amazing to be around that sort of energy. and then like I'll, I'll dive in so, so in the shining moment. So um we had it was like uh so the people that facilitated this event um was a corporation called Winanari, which is an Aboriginal corporation. Um and so they were the ones that sort of um created it and the whole concept was to have to have a nice mix of culture and um just different opportunities for for you know a wide range of people. So it wasn't uh it wasn't set for any specific um i don't know like it it was just women like just open to anyone women of all ages all backgrounds um yeah so um and in actual fact what they did do because it was an aboriginal corporation they actually went out to some of the remote communities and they actually organized buses to out to these little communities so some of the communities are from derby i would say. one Aboriginal community where quite a few people come in from would be like a good hour and a half away, I suppose. So yeah, they sent out a bus and yeah, um, sort of brought people in. So um, it was amazing to be around that because there's so much culture and so much identity linked to that. Do you know what I mean? Like so much history with that. Um, and we can learn so much. And so that was amazing in itself. But, you know, I I, I turned to this one lady and, and it was quite funny going into that, okay, so what is it that you want to achieve? And I was sort of like looking at you blankly and I was like, okay, I'll give you a really, really uh, an example that I hear way far, way too often, and you'll laugh because you'll hear this all the time, is that um all right so I want to lose 10 kilos you know this magic number Mm -hmm. and and she's this this lady and she's an elder she is an elder of her um remote aboriginal community um she's like nodding away she's like yeah yeah okay yep that could be my that could be and I was like okay I was like why is it that you want to why is it that you want to lose 10 kilos and she's like oh well I want to fit the pair of pants that I used to fit like And I was like, okay, yep, no worries. I was like, so you want to fit a pair of pants. um, So why is that important to you? Why is fitting those pair of pants important to you? And she's like, oh, well, so I can feel good, you know, feel good around my family. And I was like, okay, so then why is feeling good around your family important to you? And she's like, oh, well, because I want to set a really good example to my grandkids and, you know, the up and coming generation because now I feel like you know there is a there's a lot of change where we're losing a bit of our culture and identity and our history so that's really important to me and i was like okay so why is why is that like important like you know why is that important to you and she's we we kept digging in and she come out and and this is something that stuck with me that day and and it's probably going to stick with me for a very long time and she's turned around and she said to me because i want to set an example to lead a systemic change in terms of health issues in regards to Aboriginal health within remote Aboriginal communities in Australia. And I was like, wow, like that was just. <laughs> Literal chill bumps right now. I'm just like that is that is powerful. It's so powerful. I was like, that's just, I was like, you have just made my day and I was just like, that's just um uh yeah I was like well I just said like I literally like we all sort of just went quiet and I sort of I turned to her and I said now how much more powerful is that in comparison to you you wanting to lose 10 kilos and she's like yeah she's like oh wow she's like these are hard questions, though, and I was like, "Yeah, they are hard questions, but you can use that to, you know, you know, want to strive for that better." But it was, yeah, it was just so powerful. I mean, from that conversation, she dug into, you know, how kids these days aren't—they um, just think that fruit and veg come off a truck. You know, they they don't realize that they come out of the ground. Like we went, we dug into such uh, some amazing conversations, and it was just. It really brought it back to simple. Do you know what I mean? And back to basics, um, which I I feel is really really important. Um, so yeah, that was my one really major shining moment within my workshop. Um, That's huge. That's huge. It was. Um, yeah. It was. It was pretty. It, it put a really big smile on my face. Actually, I just went, this is just this is why. I'm here, and this is why. Like, you know, no matter what, no matter how big it was, no matter how many people came, like, yeah, it, it was pretty amazing. It was a really amazing day. So, an amazing event. Um, and then my other shining moments, um, which I'm very proud of, and I can't remember what this, uh, what exactly one of my daughters wrote, but yeah. So again, like on these of nuts, we had to write down, like, um, write down a little uh, blurb or something that we an input right to how we could better women in this world and my youngest daughter she off her own back because I didn't see like I was like just go and do that because mum's busy you know I was trying to multitask being this you know solo parenting at the time I was like you go and do that and and then you can go and join in the workshops and and do some um, aboriginal art and stuff like that like online that stuff and so they just were like this is amazing um but then my youngest daughter, she read it to me. She's like, mum, I, I wrote something," and I was like, "Oh, okay. What did you write, baby?" And she said, "Oh, this is what I, I decided to write on my nut. And she said, "Um, in a world, in a world where you can choose to be anything, choose to be kind." And I was like, "That's like pretty." I was like, "I'm, I'm pretty proud." Like, you know, I was like, "I was like, yep, yeah, you're doing okay, mum. And then um, my other daughter wrote something and. It was actually even more incredible that, and I can't remember. I can actually maybe flick it to you, Um, but it just uh, was actually really deep and meaningful for, like, a near-on 11-year-old. I was just like, whoa, like, that's just incredible. Like, that's – and she come up with it all on her own, like, no input from me or anyone else. Um, But I was like, okay, like, those moments like that, I was just like, okay, like, I'm obviously – I I feel good as a mum. I feel like I'm doing – I feel like I'm doing okay, like – so yeah, they were the two moments that I was like, oh, I'm <laughs> glad I am where I am. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: That's incredible. I mean, because it's they're they're watching, you know, and they're listening and they're and they see you, you know, on your your best and worst moments, and they're still taking away these things like if you can be anything, be kind. And that's just mm-hmm. I'm sure. I mean, as You know like future mom um of of some of i don't know yet boy or girl it doesn't matter um that's a lesson i really you know a character trait i really want to see them exhibit and i mean it's just it's encouraging to know like hey you know you're you're a fantastic mom you know a great one Uh, Mm -hmm. honest conversations about you know frustrations and ups and downs and being real and um you know they're still taking that be kind away from, from that, even on your, you know, your, your worst days, they're, they're still taking that away from, from who you are as a mom and what you're doing in the community. You lift them up as young women. And then here you are, you know, helping an elder woman as well. And they're, I mean, they're just, they're so lucky, you know, to like have not only yourself, but this community of women that they're able to go and see and multi demographic, multicultural, um, just a really really powerful thing to be able to participate in and lead and take your girls to. I think that's so cool
1: yeah um, yeah no it was it was an amazing yeah it was an amazing day like my kids got to learn about um um traditional bush medicine as well um my other girls like they uh got to learn to paint with ochre so um obviously it's like aboriginal art but they use rock to um, you know so rock paintings and stuff like ochre which they painted like caves with and stuff. Um so they got taught like how that's found and how to paint with that. So they've just come back like, Mom, look what we learned. Like they were just so amazed. Um but it was just, it was a beautiful community feel. And I and I think my biggest takeaway as well is like you're saying like um you know like I I'm I'm quite honest like and my girls know like I'm definitely not perfect I'm not the perfect mum you know and that's not what I strive to be but I, I strive to be do a little bit better so you know I feel like when we know better we do better um and, and um by any you know by any stretch it means we have our bad days we have our good days and um but I feel like as well and it sort of links in with the workshop like I was saying like aligning your values and what's important to you like I feel like because I've aligned my, with my values and aligned with what's important to me, that even on the ba- bad days, those values and and what's important to me, the girls are seeing like my girls are seeing the value in that, and other people see the value in that. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like that's where you like you attract like what you're giving out, and those you know that, um, and you know if you're open to it, you just learn so much, and and yeah, it was it was truly an amazing experience. I'm so glad i pushed myself to do it um because there was a moment that i was like oh maybe i should pull out of this i don't know about this really don't know about public speaking here but um no i'm glad because you know what's important to me is not just being a coach and a personal trainer and um the fitness side of things but it's really um helping set people women up with the mindset that anything is possible and that you can do things and you know yes there is Um, and we're having this discussion before um you know before we started and yes there'll be things that come up in life like there's things it's it's, for it it's ever evolving and forever changing you know and you might go great guns like for a few weeks and um you know we were talking in terms of our own training
0: um
1: specifically with me whereas I feel like you know I go really well for x amount of months and then oh the universe is like hey you you're doing you, you're doing you're doing really well so we're just gonna throw a little bit of a curveball in there and see how you uh how you can handle that yeah yeah yeah
0: Little yeah. This. it's a big yeah. one um but either way it's it it knocks you off the the projected path you know that you thought you were going to be on um and yeah we've we've we talked about that like physical things you know whether that's injuries um you know or just things that are maybe just a little dysfunctional, out of place in the body that need, you know, some TLC and some work, sometimes some some physio work. Um, and that happens quite often. I think everyone has something like that. And then intangible things, right? Like um, emotional things, just life events. I mean, I know uh-huh. around the time we were working together, you had, um, there were, was there, I know there was at least one um, major loss in your family. Um, uh-huh. And then, you know, like I've multiple times we've had like a, like a big PCS move and you had a big move, um,
1: mm-hmm. you know. And, and then like, we had another, then we, then we had another loss. Like I mean, then, yes. but then, yeah. And then we like so sort of landed where we are. And then I was just like, oh man, seriously. Yeah. Like, I just don't even know. Like, then uh, then yeah,
0: huge things. Um, and then there's smaller things that just, we get set into a routine and we're like, okay, things are going good. And then it's schools in schools out. Um, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, somebody even even like a micro scale. I have my days planned out, right? And I'm like, okay, I've got this appointment, this one. And then, you know, all of a sudden, it's you know, cancellation, 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 reschedule, cancellation. All of a sudden, my whole day just like shifted drastically um, from being completely full to like basically empty. And then another day is full now, and have to move this around. So there's there's always something. There's always something mm-hmm. that. Whether it's on that small scale of, hey, three people rescheduled uh, today to, you know, these major life events that happen or something physical, like, um, and even degree, uh, and we've talked about that too, like, it can be this major thing where, you know, maybe somebody like breaks a leg or something, um, all the way down to, hey, I, I was restless all night, my kids were in bed with me, um, there was a storm, you know, I got like three hours of sleep. And I think we're quick to dismiss that as, okay, I just need to push through and keep doing what I'm doing. This is on my program. This is on my schedule. And it's like, actually, no, like it's okay mm-hmm. to reevaluate and say, Hey, I had three hours of sleep last night. It wasn't great. Mm-hmm. What does my body, what do I need, you know, from myself today um, or yeah. what do I need from other people today, like whatever that situation is. And it's just, I think giving yourself that freedom to just say, okay, I need to, I need to just check in. Right. And like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Just because that's, I mean, understanding now, like on a whole different level, um, especially for, for moms, right. Like your schedule is subject to change without mm-hmm. 24. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can have the best plan, the best systems in place, you know, whatever, and then something can happen. And it's just, okay, what, what now? Um, Mm -hmm. That's a struggle I hear from a lot of moms in particular. I mean, just people and women in general, but moms in particular, how do I, um, and we're going to ask a veteran mom this question, so this is why it's coming to you. Um, How do I continue to practice self-care and practice, you know, these these healthy habits and taking care of me and all this stuff when's, when it's constantly changing, right? Like that's And I think mm-hmm. that's an ended question. It's not like, oh, well, this is the question. Here's the answer. I think it's like life. It's constantly fluctuating. Mm-hmm. I mean, here are a lot of things that may or may not work for you kind of answer, but um, yeah, what would you, like, where would you take somebody with that question? Because that's something that I'm I'm in the throes of contemplating currently for myself and seeing myself change and adapt right now. Even just going through the pregnancy phase of momhood, and it's like changes every day.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's actually quite funny. This question's come up tonight because I've actually just finished having this conversation, even with a um, one of our. Uh, I, I coach gymnastics this afternoon, so I, I actually had this conversation. I had a, an older girl melting down, um, putting lots of stress because we've got a comp coming up. Um, and you know, she, she couldn't land this thing, this, this, she could not land this skill and she's, she's petrified. And I said, you know what? I was like, what's wrong right now? And she's like, she looked at me and I was like, what's wrong right now? And she's like, I can't do this skill. I was like, does it matter right now? And she was like, well, no, but the comp's next weekend. And I'm like, yeah, but that's next weekend. I was like, so what can you do about it right now? And she's like, I don't know. And I was like, 1% better. Like, and how many times have we heard this? Like, and you'll know this from precision nutrition. And that's what I said to her. I said, just aim for 1% better. I don't want you to aim for perfection. Perfection is, if you're trying to strive for perfection, you're going to end up disappointed time and time and time again, because perfection is actually unattainable. Like that's, and I hear that soft and I have women come to me like, but we just want to perfect everything. and I'm like, you're chasing something that's, you can't, that's, it's unattainable. Like it's, it's unrealistic. Um, And I'm a very honest coach and very real, uh, like, you know, I sort of maybe lay it down on the you know, line pretty, pretty, pretty quickly actually. Um, But that's my biggest thing. And, and, you know, I say with my women straight up is um, and it's quite funny, like starting up again and and meeting new women and stuff like that. Um, And I'm like, right, I'll be very honest with how I work. Number one rule, honor your body. And they just look at me and I'm like, if you rock up to any of my sessions and you tell me that you're tired, I am switching up your programming. I was like, because on those days, I'm not going to add a stressor. So exercise is a stressor onto an already stressed system. I would not be doing you any favors on that day. I would not be honoring your body. And I want you to start to be the expert on your body and know that it is okay to pull back on those days. It's okay when all the eggs in your basket are all falling out, it's okay to go, do you know what, it's all too much. But what I need right now is I just need to go for a walk for my mental health, and that is okay. Like I was like, be okay with that. Like be okay with something is better than nothing, but some days sometimes you just need to lay in bed. Like I, being a mum, I know that. Like some days you just want to like throw the cover over your head and just be like, just my name's not mum anymore. I don't know who I. <laughs> would I don't know where she is, but please, like I'm hiding. But, um, <laughs> oh, you know, because when you have three, you, you see mum a lot. But um, I, I love mum, but um, some days it just yeah. So I don't know. That would probably be my biggest thing. I'd I'd say um, honor your body. Um, and I really try and give back to my women because I, you know, I, I'm not the expert on your body. I don't know what's going on in your body, and I don't know what's going on in your head. Mm. I will help support you. I will guide you 110%. I will be sitting there right beside you and help you however I can. Sometimes you might need extra support and that's okay as well. Like be okay with not being okay as well. Like be okay with taking that breath to try and check in with yourself to work out where you're actually at physically, mentally, emotionally, even spiritually. Work out where you're at and just go, okay, this is what I need what is what does 1% better look like and focus on that one thing and just put one foot in front of the other um and I, yeah that would probably be, be my biggest takeaway because I've actually said that to another client as well like the, the other you know she had a loss come uh, in her um in her family and she rocked up and I was like today's just about honoring your body let's just put one foot in front of the other and she's like Oh my God, you're the first person to say that. And how true is that? She's like, that's what I need is just one foot in front of the other. And I'm like, that's okay. It's so yeah.
0: It's so important though to have those people in your life. And so they're, I mean, they again lucky girls, lucky, lucky clients to have, you know, a coach that's like, hey, let's just tune in with what's going on with you, you know, right now and today. And that's mm-hmm. I mean, taking in that whole whole person approach, which I think is one of the hardest things, um, going kind of against the, the current and the tide there as a coach, um, mm-hmm. is switching from, I mean, you can see it, you know, like even when people find out what I do and they immediately are like, Oh, I don't want to tell you what I yesterday. And I'm like, that's not how I work. Mm-hmm. Not what I do. Um, you don't tell her she's going to make you work harder. She's going to punish you with this work. And I'm like, Nope, still not what I do um, yep. because it keeps, it keeps that box around, you know, the training and, and food and all these things are like for this sort of like punishment. We have to work really hard and we have to like use this, as this place where we, where we push ourselves and it's no pain, no gain kind of mentality. And it's like, it puts, it puts everything in this weird little box of pain um, and mm-hmm. and restriction and all these things where, it's so disconnected from everything else in our life that when you introduce a concept, like honoring your body in terms of what you need nutritionally or movement wise or something like that, it's like this foreign concept of wait, wait, you don't want me to just show up and just do what's on my program. And you're like, no, I want you to like connect with what's going on. Where are you at right now? Uh How are you? And it's just, it's, it, f- it still feels very countercultural. It's, there's starting to be more and more and more people that are that kind of like holistic approach. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it still feels very countercultural for, for me a lot of times because I'm like, hey, you know, how much sleep did you, oh no, it's fine, it's fine. I'm just going to push through. They show up to a session. When was the last time you ate? Uh, it, I, I don't know, I ate lunch like way earlier or I ate breakfast six hours ago. I'm fine. We'll just keep it. Mm-hmm. On. I'm like, oh, you're not. I've made. You know. I've had to make clients leave, and I'm like, "You need to go get something to eat. You need to come back. I will wait for you." But we can't. We can't do this until you know you've eaten something, um, mm-hmm. because it's just that's that's not your body doesn't need this super intense workout at this moment. It needs food. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it's it's wonderful that you're connecting that the all those pieces together in this kind of holistic approach for for your clients. Um, and for yourself I mean like that's important too right like it's easy for us to disconnect
1: I know, <laughs> I know yes and this is where that conversation come up so currently I've just you know I was as I was saying before I was going really well and then you know mum life children in the bed and also because as I was saying before I also coach gymnastics so I, I feel like some spotting of some movements I've had a little bit of a niggle in the shoulder and I tried to ignore it for a little bit there and I was, i've was i just got to that point i'm like no no i'm, I'm very good at being body aware actually I, that's one um thing um you know i do pride myself on and i have been told that by physios they're like you're so switched into your body um super switched in which is really good um but then it's just it doesn't take away from the frustrations because um like i was saying to you like i i feel even as a professional i still feel the frustrations of Oh my God, I have to start over again because I'm very much someone that, especially if an injury or something comes up, I'm not then going to like say, you know, pull back. I'm, you know, I might not completely stop training, but pull back. Or maybe even like you're saying, like there's school holidays, so I might need to take a break. So then I'm not going to then go, okay, I'm just going to smash myself and go straight back into a session because it's not who I'm about. It's not how I coach. And it's definitely, you know, I, I it's definitely not what my what, what my body needs, like you know, because I know uh, I've I've learned. You know, once upon a time, when I was, you know, probably I was less educated, um, let's be honest, and I was um, probably driven. Actually, it was quite funny. Probably in my young twenties, really driven by that whole gym scene, fitness scene. You need to go hard. You need to be at the gym two to three times a day, smashing yourself, absolutely wrecking yourself, ruining your um, you know, that old school mentality. And as you are saying, it is still around. And to go against that grain, like I've had people come up to me and they're like, oh, so you're just a PT. And I'm like, no, no, I am actually not. Like I'm someone that I will, you know, I'm so much more than that. Um, I was like, you know, but if you just want a personal trainer, no no qualms, like here's, I, I've got recommendations for you. Mm-hmm. However, I really pride myself and I value who I am as a coach and a person and I pride the knowledge I have and the skills I have and, I will get you results, but I will get do so in the most safest way possible. Because I asked, also understand women, I understand their bodies. I, I've got lived experiences myself, like especially like pregnancies and postnatal care, and we've spoken about that as well. Like so, you know, I feel like I use that in my practice. Like I use that to go, I've lived through this, so I don't want you to have to live through it. So if I can support you, to do something better. Why are we all not doing that? Yeah. Right. Like the whole six week check. And we had this conversation as well, like the whole six week check, I, it's still like, I still like want to pull my hair out when people come to me and go, Oh, the doctor just basically checked over the baby and didn't I'm like oh, deep breaths, Colleen, deep breaths. Like, but it's, it, it is, it's that old school mentality that, you know, you just go hard or there's a set program. Everyone follows it. Mm-hmm. No. No, it's not everyone follows that program, like especially women. Like, you have hormones, they're completely different to men. It's you know, like, take that into account. Like, there's so much we can, and I could go into a massive big, you know, we could go, we've had these sort of conversations, but I could be on a big rant all night and I won't. Um, well, we'll save we'll on another day, we'll have a full on rant session about oh women's health. (laughs) Yeah and training and you know but like you know the biggest thing like if you ever I I feel like if you go to a coach and you're a woman and you go to a coach and they have got you doing a just a generic set plan or they're going in there and trying to act like a military drill sergeant and tell you you can do things when you're not feeling at your best, find yourself a new coach and trainer because they're not honoring your body and more importantly they are not giving you the confidence to honor your own body
0: Mm. yeah I've seen that a lot and that's actually something I wanted to to kind of touch on in our in our discussion today um because obviously there's there's so many things we're both really passionate about this um but is that distinction difference there between when when we're trying to to talk to people or explain what we do, or even when we're like putting out new information and we're posting on socials, it's like it's not I'm it's, it's it sounds so harsh to be like, I don't care about six week you. I care about, you know, six year you and 60 year you. like six years from now when you're 60 and like that's that's who I care about. I'm care, I care about you. Like we're I think it's just this level of investment into, who these individuals become and what their life mm-hmm. is like so far beyond even where they're focused because they come and they say, I want to lose, like you said, like 10 kilos or I want to do this or I want to do that or I want this really intense six-week boot camp because that's just, that's going to, it's going to get, you know, set me straight. That's just going to like work me in mm-hmm. into it. And they want to really go hard. And they're looking at like, you know, six weeks, maybe eight weeks at the most. And they're like, okay, in this amount of time, I want to be here. Can you get me there? And I'm like, honestly, no, because I'm not going to do it like that. I'm not going to push you to that mm-hmm. I'm gonna drive your calories down to like a thousand calories a day and have you do these super intense two a day workouts where it's just like, just push, 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 no matter what, for mm-hmm. long, whether it's 30 days or six weeks or whatever, to try and, and get you some magical result that you feel better at this particular number this particular size at the detriment of your mental health and your hormonal health and your physical health you know weeks years later because that's what I'm mm-hmm. looking at the picture you're looking at right now I'm looking at but mm-hmm. if I do this like what happens to you in a year what happens to you in 4 years and and beyond and it's mm-hmm. just that's a difficult thing to like have to because it sounds so harsh to be like I don't care about what happens
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't I don't care about mm-hmm. what you drop a dress size in six weeks and it's like that's the I don't know I don't know if you have that same issue but like that's kind of where I'm at and that sounds how do you how do you like get that messaging across right like when you're trying to explain to people I mean obviously you don't have to necessarily mm-hmm. I don't care about like,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> no, very, like, yeah um, well, I would say like, I think like, again, coming back to, and so, and that's probably again, why I I was so passionate in regards to the workshop. I think like refining just for ourselves as a coach, like going back to what is truly important to us and why that's truly important. And really like, I've actually gone through, I've done so much. Um, I've done the work, um, and I'm still a work in progress. Don't get me wrong, but I've done the work on what value and what is really important to me and why those things are really important to me so there i i feel like then like so say for example like in that situation um i am now comfortable and i don't know if it's like also an age thing like as maybe as i've grown up you know and gotten older and Mm -hmm. i'm a lot more confident and clear in regards to my boundaries So I, you know, I'm very specific on, and I will will tell people straight out, like, you know, they might call me and they'll be like, oh, no, like, I want to, yeah, like you're saying, like, I want to do something ridiculous and do it within four weeks. And I'm like, okay, like, no worries, like, you know, I appreciate that Um, and I understand where you're coming from. I understand your need for that and all the rest of it. Um, Do I believe it's unrealistic? Probably, you know, like, can it happen? Maybe. Am I the right coach for you? Probably not. Because that doesn't align with my values. So therefore there's that boundary that I'm like, okay, you're not the person for me. And I'm now okay with that. Like for a long time there that I used to be like, oh, you know, I've got to take on that client though, even though it's going to, it's not in line with my values, like, and it's not okay because they're going to push that boundary. Whereas now I'm very much like, do you know what? If I say no to that person because I, our values are just, and they don't have to be fully aligned, they don't have to believe what I believe. That's not who I'm about. However, you know, if they're so far, you know, if they're basically the complete opposite direction of what my values are about, I have no qualms in saying, do you know, like, I, you know, I, there's some amazing trainers here. Like, this is who I'd recommend. I believe, you know, that's the person that you're chasing. I'm not the person for you because my specialty is female health and performance and I've got a very holistic approach. So this is what's important to me and this is where I believe I add loads of value and I have so much knowledge and I have so much skill. And then they, they can either, A, they can sit with that and go, oh, maybe, okay, so maybe that's what I do do want Mm -hmm. or they can go yeah no worries like right I'll take you up on your offer and and your referral to someone else and I'm yeah I feel like by saying no now to those sort of people. that it's actually opening up yeses to people that um um sorry are you still there um sorry um people that yeah that are just amazing people to be around do you know what I mean like I actually had that bit of a reflection the other morning that I was just like I'm actually really lucky at the moment like some of the women that I have that I'm training currently are just, just amazing. And I feel like I've attracted that. Do you know what I mean? But I feel like I've I've done that because I got very clear and specific on my values of what's important to me and on my boundaries. Like this is my boundaries. This is how I coach. This is part of the parcel. Like, do you know what? And I am flexible to a point because I understand mums. However, like if you want this, then I need this from you in return sort of thing. So right. um, yeah, so I, yeah, I think just being clear and sorry, I'm just going to play with this. Um, yeah, being clear on that. I think that's that's the way I've sort of tackled it. And I don't know, is that how you've sort of tackled it?
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's, that's and it's, I mean, it's taken a while. Like, you're, like you do have to do the self work. Um, but I think that's another reason that we're, because we've seen it be so freeing and so effective that that's part of the reason we're so passionate about having other people do that, having other, you know, whether they're clients or just people in generally like introducing them to these tools and exercise and saying, Hey, you need to do the five ways. You need to figure out what your limiting beliefs are. You need to make a list of your, mm-hmm. your values so you can create goals and boundaries and all these things that, that are in alignment with that, because um, that's what creates for me, because I used to, I used to operate from this place of I need to do things that are intentional. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's kind of it's kind of like scattershot if you don't know what you're trying to be intentional about and why. Um, mm-hmm. so I kind of trace that back the step before that is figuring out, you know, what are your values? Because then from there, from that kind of like center of the nucleus, you can work your way out and say, okay, now if I'm going to live my life with in- the intention to be aligned mm-hmm. with values, what does that look like? Cause there was, I feel like there was this missing piece for a while. Um, so that's I mean, that's basically how I've done that, too, is just getting in touch with that, making that list and then setting those boundaries um, and working out from there. I think um, possibly the, a question that I get asked a lot is whether or not like how because I can't work with everyone. Right. Um, and right mm-hmm. reason where I'm having to kind of change gears and do how much one on one coaching I'm providing because I just don't have the the energy for um, taking clients at the moment that would be that one-on-one level that I'm used to, um, Mm -hmm. which has opened up a lot of new avenues. So again, kind of rolling with, with the seasons and saying, okay, I need to limit this. This is where my boundaries are with this. What other opportunities does it open up? So saying no to certain things allows you to say yes to others that are Mm -hmm. in alignment with um, not only my values, but just the season of life that I'm in, like what I need from Mm -hmm. my, my family needs. Um, And being okay with that. But a a question that I think comes up a lot is like, okay, well, not only for myself as a, as someone that might be referring, but also for women is like, how, you know, what do you look for in a coach? How do you find a good coach? How do you find the right coach for you? Um, And I think it does start there, right? With like, well, you need to know what you value first before Mm -hmm. you're a coach. So you know what you're looking for because I can give you, right now, the list of, you know, coaches I know for s- specific reasons. Like if you know if you were gonna compete in like a figure competition or bikini or whatever, there's somebody I have in mind right now. He's very good. He gets results. His contestants all place. However, if you're somebody that has an eating disorder background and a lot mm-hmm. of issues, you know, I wouldn't send you to him. Not because he's not really good at what he does, but because in my you know personal and professional opinion i don't think that's going to be in alignment with your values of honoring where you're at in your recovery because Mm -hmm. it's a very restrictive very like body image you know Mm center kind of world so that's yeah um, knowing what you value is important to defining what even a good coach is so
1: yeah but also like 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 so talking like in that situation like morally do you know what I mean and that's what like I say to my ladies like I'm like I don't know I'm some you know something that's really big value to me and really is morals like I've been brought up with really strong like all my life like that was just the way I was raised um and so I feel like because we do know better from the knowledge that we know you know you're, you're an amazing coach you you know the the certifications that you've you know you've invested um not just for professionally but personally for your own use and the same in my situation that um and like I say to ladies I feel like by not giving you this education and by not supporting you to be the experts in your own body and showing you that that is possible that mm-hmm. I'm doing you a major disservice mm-hmm. and morally like it just does not sit like for me to say yeah I, I I don't know like it and 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 that's what I mean like I'm like don't get me wrong like at the end of the day, it's not my decision. It's not my choice, but I can refer back to what I feel is right and gut instinct is a big thing for me as well. Um, and so, yeah, boundaries, values, what's important. And also, like I was saying, actually, in the ladies um, in the workshop, um, even going even deeper again to work out. So if you feel there's things that aren't serving you in your life, so in, in specific, if we go more like habits or whatever, or something that you want to change, what part of you does that habit identify with? So so say for example <laughs> like and drop across right now where it was just like wait oh <laughs> yeah right So it's it's actually it's a really um, and, and so I'll give you an example so for, for example and um, uh, if I had someone, It's a really bad example. But if I had someone, um, and I think James Clear actually from Atomic Habits, he uses this example from memory. Um, And his example was, so say, for example, if you have uh, someone that's trying to quit smoking, right, Mm -hmm. and they have someone come to them and offer them a cigarette and they say, oh, no, no, I'm trying to quit smoking like, you know, on some subconscious level, they're still identifying with that habit that they're trying to change, but they're more likely to relapse because they're still identifying with it. Right. If they instead turned around and said, "No, no, thank you, I don't actually don't smoke,"
0: right.
1: how much more powerful is that? So, and that's you know that's the thing as well. Like if there's things that you're trying to change, I would suggest and and you know um, you know if you do want to get deep on a on the nitty gritty, like shout out to either of us, like because you know we we've sort of gone through like similar training, but um, identity is another big thing as well. So there's things that you identify with, and if something you if you feel that something's not serving you, start to ask yourself the question: Where does that link with your identity?
0: Yeah. Definitely. Interestingly, uh, as a follow-up, not necessarily as a rebuttal, just because there's layers to this, right. Um, mm-hmm. It has been a thought um, that I've actually was very resistant to for a little bit. Um, but you're right. We've gone through very like similar training, some of them the same. And so a, a lot of these like behavioral change habits, whatever they end up, they, they cross over at some point, like there's a Venn diagram mm-hmm. there with that, those, um, So like the opposite of truth is also true. Some things are, are, and not, but, so they can be simultaneously true at the same time. So that, you know, if it's not serving you, but, and also, right, you gotta be careful with the language and the conjunctions and stuff there. Um, and simultaneously at the same time, what part of you is that serving is, is like another way to frame that, right? Because that's something that I had to sit with was a few habits that I was like, it is serving a need that I currently mm-hmm. have right because I, otherwise I wouldn't be doing it so what is that because mm-hmm. sometimes that is related to an identity and sometimes that is related to this is what's accessible to me right now but what I really need is this um, mm-hmm. most of the time what I'm doing with whatever that thing is I can't think of anything at right at the second um, that I would put in that category but the need is usually reconnecting to my values and my identity and my boundaries, because Uh other things to try and fill, fill that, that space. Um, Or, you know, like, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm like, oh, this is, why can't I change this habit? I keep, I keep doing this. Uh Why am I doing this? What is this? Is it not serving me? Okay. But what is it serving? Because there's, Uh reason that I'm doing it so it's it's just kind of one of those twofold things um and it's just I don't know like we call it doing the work and I think a lot of people get overwhelmed like I can't do any more work and I'm like it's it is work but it's so freeing because you start to understand instead of feeling like everything's so far out of your control and like things just happen Mm -hmm. to you and you can't understand why you do what you do and you're in these just Cycles of behavior, and you're like, oh, I just, I don't know, I just keep doing it. I can't ever stop. I'll just try this again or whatever, and not really understanding yourself. It's very empowering to do yeah. this work, and I think that's part of the reason. That I probably the huge reason I'm so passionate about it is, hey, this, this is freeing and this is empowering because then you start to understand why you do what you do, what you value, where your boundaries should be, and it just opens you up to like all these possibilities, like all of a sudden these things are like, Oh, I I wish I could do that, but I can't. That's just not, it could be, you know, it could be, if that's something that you value. Um, it just changes, it changes the paradigm of how you look at yourself and how you look at life. Um, really, really powerful. So for those listening that are like, okay, that all sounds great, but I'm a busy, I'm a busy mom, you know, I'm driving in the car right now, like, go pick up kids or drop kids off at soccer or whatever. Um, Like, how to how do I even get started with this? Obviously, you know, you get like, please reach out. That's obviously, you know, we're there for that. Um, Mm -hmm. How do you find yourself in in the busy mom life in the car, going between gymnastics and, you know, all these things and PT, like we were talking about, where it's just go, go, go. Mm-hmm. How do you realistically take a minute to read, to like recheck in with yourself in the day to day and in the moment? And, and like, how do, how do you make that happen?
1: Um, well, again, I think it all ties, but I, I think it really all ties in. Um, and um, again, like we we're saying before the show that the biggest thing that I've learned being a mum and then being not just a mum but a mum in business is that, so many things are outside of your control and you can't focus on the ifs buts maybes like some some days the things might be amazing like i was saying like training might go amazing and all the rest of it and then something might pop up life's forever changing forever evolving like you just have to learn to ride the waves like and Ebb and flow and just focus on the things that are in your control. And then that would probably be, that would probably be my um, you know, probably the thing that, oh, you know, I'd finish off with tonight. More so, yeah, just focus on the things that are a hundred percent in your control and in doing so focus on that one again, that one percent better. Um, and also knowing that it is okay to let go and be okay with things not being perfect or do you like that as a mum like I think and that's been probably really freeing but just knowing that these little people they've got minds of their own and so you just really have to just go do you know what it is what it is and it is okay and it's not the end of the world what can I control right now you know do I again do I need to do something to honor my body do I just need to get outside and go for a walk and check myself in with my mental health Or do we all need to jump on a bike and get out of the house because everyone's, you know, just about strangling each other, Um, you know, get some fresh air and get it, you know, because again, getting outside and everyone um, seems happier outside in in the fresh air. So, yeah, I, I would just focus on what you can control. That would probably be my only thing. But then, you know, pregnancy, motherhood especially pregnancy, actually, that was the that was the start. That was the kicker that I literally just went, wow, I have no control over my body. I have <laughs> no control. Like I really don't, especially, you know, and I was like, it's all going to be what it's going to be. And at the end of the day, as long as, um, so when I was pregnant, as long as, you know, bubs are healthy, mum's healthy, like that's all that matters. So at the end of the day, like you were saying, like we want you guys to, we want our ladies and our women to, be okay for the long term like we you know and and you know I could go into that conversation that's that's also why I have a love for animal flow I want to see people growing old and not just growing old but moving well being old like Mm -hmm. and and like you know being those people that you look at and just go you're how old like you're amazing You, you you've got a mind still set still there like you've still got your wits about you you're still moving really well like you're independent. Like that's important, yeah. but you have to start the groundwork here and now. Mm-hmm. So focus on the now, focus on today, focus on this moment, because don't worry about tomorrow or, or you know, the next week, because things could go pear-shaped very quickly. Um, gastro could come right around that corner, knocking on that door at midnight, like it <laughs> happens. Um, so yeah, just focus on what you can control and be okay with, having to just go with it
0: yeah definitely I love that and uh, it's just so good to have these conversations and check in you know with each other and with with like-minded peoples because it's just it's really important um it's easy to get caught up in your own in your own narrative right and like okay well yeah. this is what I am, this is what I do and then have someone else say hey how are you doing are you are you actually letting go of things right now and and writing mm-hmm. and letting things happen and you're like uh kind of sort of maybe like I'm working on it um -hmm. it's just really good to have yourself and that's I think for me um that would be the only thing I would I would just add to to what you've said is just finding find your support person you know like whether that's an entire support team of people or a group of people or it's just you know that support person maybe it's a coach um to help you to give you that third like third party Mm -hmm. objective perspective on things and and help you work through that stuff because it's very easy to get even as a professional and we're like trained and we Mm -hmm. do every day but it's easy to get caught up in your own narrative and have somebody help bring you out of that and say hey how how's that one percent better going you know like and just Mm -hmm. really checking in so just finding that support person whatever that looks like for you because it's we're not really meant to do life alone um and I think especially post post 2020, we'll just call it post 2020 because that was a very interesting year. Um, yeah. We're, we're, we know that um, and people are starting to kind of figure out what does that look like for me in my own world, in my own region, in my own life. Um, but even, you know, digitally, this is, you know, this that's why this podcast even got started was was reaching out and building that support network and making sure I was, you know, checking in with people and they were checking in with me. So um, whatever you got to do, get your support people and start checking in because those, your identity, your values, your boundaries, they shape your whole life. They really do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, It can make the difference between you feeling fulfilled and purposeful and like you're, you're doing what you're meant to do. Um, and, and not, and feeling very like life just happens to you and you're not accomplishing anything that you you know want want to do in your day to day. So um Carleen, thank you so much for the work that you do for the mom that you are, for the woman that you are, um and your your whole area, you know, of So oh, thank you. Lucky to have you. I'm so glad your talk went well and you had such beautiful shining moments. Um and yeah, I I can't wait. Obviously, we'll have more conversations coming up with Carlene. We're both super passionate about like women's health and hormones and training and all those things and um, we will re- reconnect and talk more about her cool, her cool thing, which is, is more unique to her. There's not a, a ton of people that I know of personally that do animal flow. And it's just this really cool method of movement that I, I just really enjoy. And she's very passionate about. So lots of things to catch up with Carleen on in, in future episodes. Um, but for now, uh, where can people find you on the, on the interwebs and social medias? And, um, and like, are you, currently taking online clients just where can people find you and catch up with you
1: yeah so um yep like open to online clients by um by all means um but um, at the moment majority of my clients are face-to-face but um yeah i'm happy to support people however i can even if it's a collaboration so uh you can find me instagram facebook um more so M W O R E, which is my surname the number two fitness um, or I do have a website as well. Same thing, www.moretofitness.com. Um, and if you go onto one of those, you'll also find my email. So, um, any which way, yeah, get in, get in contact or, um, yeah, but I look forward to, forward to future chats with you anyway. So Definitely. thank you for having me.
0: Of course. Of course. It's always a pleasure. Um, you guys, we want to wish you lots of light and love on your wellness journey. And if you need anything, you know where to find us. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please submit any questions or thoughts or anything like that. You can send those to me via email that's in the show notes, um, or you can hit one of us up on Instagram. Um, but we would love to hear from you and we'd love your feedback. And if you have any topics you'd like us to cover in future collaborations and discussions, send those in as well. Um, and if you have heard anything that you feel like is helpful in this episode, please like, share, follow, send to a friend. We would love to um, reach more women and support you as well. So thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time on What in the Wellness. Hey guys! Thanks so much for listening today. If you're interested in being a sponsor or a patron of this podcast to help us develop more resources and get more exciting things out into the world about the global perspective on integrative wellness and health, please feel free to reach out via email or message. And I look forward to seeing you and the new subscribers that you're going to bring to the podcast as we go along on this journey. Thank you so much for being here and I wish you all the best and light and love as you continue throughout your day to day.